Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. This is Gary Neron welcoming you to the Lamp and Light broadcast, coming to you from the studios of Central Baptist Church in beautiful Ocala, Florida. Lamp and Light is a ministry, taking a book of the Bible verse by verse, teaching as it is to men as they are, without compromise or apology, speaking the truth in love, and our purpose is to give the lamp and light to all. Yesterday in our study of Hebrews chapter 11, we looked at the great faith exercised by the patriarchs in living for the better things of glory. Let's continue with that message today. Now, here is our teacher and pastor, Dr. Andy Bloom. Well, as we looked at the faith here, the patriarchs here in verses 1 through 12, I want you to see faith's promise in verses 13 through 16. That's actually the second paragraph of this chapter. Now, faith in a promise means I live and order my life in relationship to that promise, irrespective of circumstances and things seen. Now, let's look at verses 13 and 14. These all died in faith not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. Now he says, these all died in faith, in verse 13. They knew they would leave this life and not enter to the eternal city of God in their present life. But they, one day, they knew they would. As the old prophet Job said, I know that after the skinworms destroy my body, that in my flesh I shall see God for myself and not another for him. That was faith. I can remember, as little boys, we knew we were going on vacation. Usually, it was in August back then. It was at the end of August. And we knew that we would be with our cousins up in the state of Ohio and Pennsylvania. Well, back in that day, I was really doing well. I was getting 25 cents a week allowance. I guess my dad was a softie. But we'd save that up through the year. Now, my older brother would have about $5 or more when we'd go on vacation. At best, I'd have two. But during the year, I would use my stuff to buy candy and Cokes. And that brother that was just a little bit above me, just a little bit older than me, a couple years older, my brother Dick, he would talk me into spending my money and we'd share it. And Dick was so certain of vacation and the fun that we'd have on vacation that he saved his money. Now, I knew about it. And I even looked forward to going on vacation. But I just didn't have the same forward-looking as he did. I enjoyed the moment instead of what laid ahead. Well, these in the text could, in reality, see that heaven was far better than the candy and Coke here. You see, I could not see afar off. That vision 
is only why some stick in the trials of life and others quit and they run and they take off somewhere else. There's a lack of vision, although they say they believe, and it causes them to quit in the fires. Now, these all died, we're told, in faith. In faith they died. Having not received the promises. They would not have died in faith if they had been otherwise. Since faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, as we read in verse 1. This is seen in Paul's attitude in Philippians 1, verses 21 through 23. He says, for to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. But if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor. Yet what I shall choose, I wot not, for I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. See, it's not just better to be with Christ. It is far better. And it is far better only when one is convinced of the pearly white city whose builder and maker is God. That's how the apostle could count all the riches and all the things that he had had in his past, but dung. And he could lose all of that and just count it, but dung, because he knew what he was going into was so much better, far better. I can understand when a man loses his wife, a wife loses her husband, or they lose a child, and I can understand the brokenheartedness of it all. But if that loved one went to be with the Lord, they're far better off than they were staying here. And they really don't want to come back here. And they hope that if you're not saved, that you will be saved, and then if you are saved, that you'll live for Jesus and and that you'll enter heaven when they see you and have confidence and not be ashamed at his appearing. You see, these people in the hall of faith, they lived life for the better things of glory. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 13 through 15 tells us this. Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day will declare it, because it shall be revealed by Fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. The loss is the loss of rewards. They counted the eternal rewards in heaven, far better than the corruptible things of this earth where rust and moth can corrupt. They believed, and therefore they were given to eternity, not to the moment. Now, my friend, when the gold and the silver of this earth become more important, you'll find one day in eternity that that gold and silver will rust and will be corrupted one day. But the city of God, whose streets are of gold, the city that was made of gold so pure that it says transparent glass, 
that great city of gold that is a gold more valuable than any and all the gold put together of this earth. That gold they believe is real. And they live for that, that they'll have that one day. And it makes the gold of this earth very corrupt and of no value. You see, these people were persuaded of the promises and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Yet, they were men and women of like passions as we are, the book of James tells us. This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The Lord beckons me from that heavenly shore. I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Now, to be persuaded of a thing not seen with the physical eye is faith. The word translated strangers is the sense of a foreigner. The word pilgrims is the idea of an immigrant or a tourist. The point is, these people considered the moment they got saved, their citizenship was now in heaven. And they were just here on this earth as God's ambassadors. That's the way we as Christians need to view our life. And if God would have me to own a home or a tent, a house or a cottage, it doesn't matter. It's only temporal. And I just need to do what God wants me to do. These people lived in the world, but they were not of the world. Christians are not to love the world nor the things that are in the world. By the way, what do you think it meant and what is meant by the things that are in the world? The more loosely we cling to the things of the world, the more tightly we can cling to the things of the world to come in Jesus Christ. Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Sarah. These all died in faith. And they fully realized that although they had residence on earth, they were only strangers and pilgrims traveling toward a better land. I am reminded of Hebrews 12, 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Oh, the joy that was set before him, that city and eternity. Never allow present adversities to dim our glorious hope and expectation. And verse 14 says there, For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. I thank God for my house. The car that I have is fully paid for. I wish my house was fully paid for. But both are merely things that we use. But I don't want anything I have or any place 
to have a hold on me to the point that I don't want to leave it. The moment my Lord says, leave. To relinquish present things in view of future blessings is declaring openly that one is seeking a better country. That is why we don't tell you that if you tithe, that you'll get rich. Because present riches are left behind. We don't preach a prosperity now gospel. Usually those that do have the idea of send your money to me now and you'll be prosperous if you'll send your money to them. Well, you'll make them prosperous, that's for sure. When we will not allow anything to overshadow the blessed work of God, then we are his servants indeed with a right world view. Now, it's interesting to me that the idea of country in this verse, verse 14, is the idea of homeland. This is your radio pastor, Pastor Andy Bloom, saying, May the word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway today. We want to thank you for listening to the Lamp and Light broadcast. If you would like a CD copy of today's message by Dr. Bloom, Send us your name, mailing address, and include the radio station by which you are listening and the date of the broadcast. We would appreciate a gift of $5 to Lamp and Light Broadcast, 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, Ocala, Florida, 34471. You may also visit us on the website and freely download the sermons by clicking on the sermon library. That website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. Again, the address for the Lamp and Light broadcast is 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, O-C-A-L-A, Florida, 34471. And again, our website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. This is your announcer, Gary Neron, saying... May God's peace be with all that are in Christ Jesus. Stand so the hills may tumble, these will firmly stand when the earth shall crumble. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation for the Bible stand.